Welcome to the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Football rankings, debates, dad stuff with your host, Justin Williams and Matt Renshaw. And welcome everyone to this edition of the Dynasty Dads Podcast. I am your host, Justin Williams. And with me as always, my good friend, Matt Renshaw. Matt, how are you today? Today's been a rough day. A rough day. A rough day. Yes, man. You ever have those days? Like your mother likes a trackback. Sorry. That's not kind. It's not kind. You know who is kind? The guys that brought brought this show to everybody. DiceTreadCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. Matt, you know what? We might as well just get right into it. Why does your day suck? It's just been, it's, it's just one of those days. It's all about the he said, she said stuff. No, it's. Limp Biscuit. Who would have thought we started with that? Who would have thought that Limp Biscuit dropped, like, I think he dropped a whole new album this year. He also, you know, he, he might have dropped a new album, but you know what he added? Hmm. About 50 pounds. Hey, hey. And he's like got super gray hair now. I yeah. think if I saw right, good old Fred. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, either you go white or you go bald, I guess. That's supposed to mean. <laughs> do you shave your head? I do. I do now. Do you really? I do. Okay. Yeah, I used to just buzz it. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm bald. Uh, I used to just buzz it, and I thought, well, this is stupid because like you can still like. After just like you maybe a couple of days, peachy fuzzes. Yeah, I started getting a little peach fuzz up there on the top of my noggin. And I was like, "Well, this is dumb." So I just eventually just started to. Uh, I got one of those uh, skull shavers, so I do that. Like with blade, like a blade. Right. Well, and then I, like I, then I go through with an actual blade, and I yeah, make sure it's nice and smooth. Get, you know, get a close. Your mom doesn't like to feel the pricklies on her lips when she gives me a kiss on the top of the head. On top so. of your. That's weird. Nah. That's very strange. Well, I don't yeah. really get mad about it, but it's whatever. So anyways, what a weird week. I got to be honest with you, Matt. I didn't watch a lot of football. What? I didn't. I did not. Um, because I was in Kansas City. You didn't watch we were, that football? We were in Kansas wasn't City much from football my son's last uh, football tournament of the season, and uh, they got eviscerated. Just absolutely, traumatically, just killed. You should have suited up, man. man, Just top to bottom, Uh, out. Would that have helped? Would you playing helped? (laughs) No. If you suited up, would they have done any better? (laughs) It was. It was just bad. Just from top to bottom, bad. I felt so bad for the boys. They shouldn't have been there. They had no reason to be there. They're very ill. Were they there? You know what? Uh, that they were there. On? They were there because of hubris, Matt. They were there because of hubris. That's why they were there. Is that the coach's name? <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> yeah, just terrible. so. Was it poor coaching, or because I, I think it was? I think it was the coach misjudged uh, how good the the team was. Hmm. There's a there was a very big difference in talent between a regional tournament and a national tournament. Believe it or not. So who'd you play? Where's a good team from? Um, oh, fudge. That's a great question. 
I don't remember. I don't remember where they were from. Greenville, they, Alabama. But they had one was the Chargers, and they had like legitimate, like kind of knockoff replicas of the uh, the old San Diego Chargers. Uh, so like Philip Rivers' kids were playing. Yeah, for yeah, this yeah. Team. yeah. So they had. I mean, it was so. Yeah, it was just half the team was his was Philip Rivers' offspring. It was it was pretty wild. <laughs> they just kept pitching it, and just one mm-hmm. of them would just decide to throw it. It was weird. Anyways, uh, no, it was it was. That sucked. <laughs> and, then, and then it then got we, worse. And then we got to go to the Chiefs game. We went to the Chiefs game on Sunday Night Football to, to watch my Broncos play. And uh, Chiefs fans still freaking suck. They're terrible. Yeah, what happened? Something oh, happened? they're awful. Just awful. There's some fat woman in our, in our, our seating. I don't know. What's the word I'm looking Area? for? Your line Area? of seats. Your Section? row. Row of seats. There's some fat chick at the end of the uh, end of the the line, and I got up and I went and took a leak, and I I wore a Broncos cap, like knitted cap, and then a Broncos like face mask because you know I'm not retarded. So because it was cold. Yeah. So I go ahead and I I say excuse me or whatever. She just kind of gives me like the side eye look, and I'm like. I'm used to that, you know. It's I'm in enemy territory. It's early, so they don't know they have this game won yet, apparently. So I go and I come back and I see I come back and I see she has her phone up in the air. Her little freaking fat arms are in the air because she's trying to take a selfie photo of herself. I can call people fat because I'm fat. So she has <laughs> she has her little fat arm in the air. And this woman's like 30 something years old, maybe about my age. And uh being the gentleman that I am, I say, say, hey, you want me to, you want me to take a picture of you? Snap a picture of you? This bitch, this chick looks me straight in the face and says, no. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, I don't mind doing it. And she said, I said, no. And so I was like, fuck. I said, fuck, man. I didn't want to take a picture of you anyways. And I just like scooted across. walking. <laughs> And then after the game, there's some, there's a couple guys sitting next to us, but they were pretty well tamed because we had my boy there, my wife was there. They were both dressed as chief fans. So after the game, we're walking out. The Broncos got just killed top to bottom too. That was not a close game. Um, oh. And we're walking out of the stadium, and some punk kid starts running up to me and saying, "Hey, hey, hey!" with his hands out, like he's gonna grab me on my shoulder. He's like coming at the side. So I do the whole. I have my kid here, my wife here with me. You know what I mean? Throw hands. I swing my arm, do the whole windmill thing. So, you know, so ever t- you're probably, you've seen it in everything. You swing your arm so they don't fucking grab you. Break the wrist. Yeah, they can't, grab your, they can't grab you if you swing your arm. So I do the windmill swim, <laughs> swim move. And he, he's, and I just lost my shit. <laughs> I do that and I point right at him and I, I said, don't effing touch me. And he's yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like that he's like i love the broncos i like the broncos like he's just drunk at this point i'm like okay oh. now i know what's going on i thought you were gonna say he was like you're from the dynasty dads dude he's running full bore at me with his hand out yelling at me like trying to he was gonna grab me by the shoulder or something and i don't know this kid i don't right. know anybody in that piece of shit town kansas city missouri that whole place was a dump from top to bottom absolute dump i don't know what's going on over there i'm not i'm not connected with the uh you know whatever the politics are of of missouri 
But boy, they need to take a look at Kansas City. They need to get that place up and running. Dump. They got a homeless problem too. And they need to look into that. I think you said that about Vegas too. Oh, Vegas homeless is out of this world. Terrible. We, we as a society, we really need to figure that shit out. And it starts with mental health, if you ask me. Mental health. Need to need to really hammer that down. So, anyways, be sure to tweet us. <laughs> I'm like, great. We're I, I like where this is going. If you want to discuss uh, Kansas City and how uh, much of a garbage place that is, go ahead and tweet. But us. they have good barbecue. The barbecue was amazing. I love the barbecue. It's the best part about that town. Jack Stack. Dad, dad stack. No, Jack Stack. Jack oh, I thought you said Dad Stack. Best part. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, I think that's uh, that's enough negativity for one for one segment. So, Matt, well, I want, I'll, do you want to hear go. hear my family story? Yeah, I'll let you take it from here. Hopefully, it's something a little bit more uplifting, a little bit more. Oh, positive. it it definitely is. So uh, we had our first um, Christmas holiday, whatever, like musical thing for our kid like a school yeah like okay okay yeah we just had our first one let me tell you it wasn't as bad as the chiefs game it sounds like yeah but uh no so um how do i put this kindly i saw my oldest she's had two numbers two songs or whatever so i saw her first one and then my one and a half year old just wouldn't sit still or wouldn't wouldn't cooperate didn't want to watch everybody else so threw a fit so i took him out in the the halls and we walked the halls and played around and did whatever and then i got a text message hey she'll be back in two minutes so i went in and watched her last number and then went back out in the hall with the kid and so i saw her sing but i missed everything else so don't take a 18 month old to uh school Holiday programs is my advice to anybody else. Just don't put eight month or 18? 18 month. Just don't take an 18 month year, 18 month old, like anywhere, really. But then after, you won't believe this, after it, somebody was like running up to me with opposing colors on. I was going to grab my shoulder (laughs) and I karate chopped them. Did not karate. I broke the wrist. I'll and... make it perfectly clear. I did not karate chop or attempt to karate chop anybody. Simply like, like these American flag pants. It's hard with ninja. audio. It's hard to describe what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm creating just circle motion. <laughs> with my it. arm. When you create this motion, Matt, it's hard for somebody to grab you on this side. I don't know if you've ever taught you like. You're you're winding up for a rope dope. I'm not running with the other hand. He's coming at the same side. I just swing my arm to get him off me. Disengage. Round third. You're scoring. You're scoring. Go. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was our week. Highlight of the week was the uh, the school musical play holiday whatever thing. So in closing, Chiefs fans suck. Still. <sighs> Still. Moving forward, we got news and notes, man. We got a lot of news and notes, actually. COVID is running rampant in the NFL. Thank you, Thanksgiving. All over. All over. According to sports reporter Jordan Schultz, probably, 
Russell Wilson would waive his no trade clause to go to the Giants, Saints, or Broncos. And there was even mention of the Eagles as a possibility. While Schultz isn't a typical source here on the NFL side, he has connections and has been on top of this stuff in the past. He's been beating the drum that Wilson's days in Seattle are numbered after the season. Now with Wilson 33 years old and showing signs of decline this season, it's unclear what the asking price will be, but he's going to be a hot topic this offseason nonetheless. The Seahawks might just have to blow things up from the top down. What says you, Matt? The teams that you named don't, there's only one team that has cap space for Mr. Russell Wilson. Would you, would you like to guess? I would have to guess the giants. You are, would be wrong. The Broncos is your Denver Broncos. I would love to see him. I'd love to see Russell Wilson. You'd love to see anybody that John Elway didn't draft, man. Yeah. That's how many strikes do you get? In, in Denver to pick a quarterback when you're when you're Elway though unlimited you get you've got Manning good job now you're gonna get either Rogers or Wilson and they'll be I don't know even with Wilson are they competitive in the in the West yeah they do have a nice young offensive weapons mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that defense is okay I think the defense is good but if I would have said good, everyone would freak out. We'd get tweets, but I think they're okay. Yeah. I. Where do you want him? Like Denver, obviously. Like, is that the best? Oh, of course. I'd love it if, if he's in Denver. I don't know if the Giants just need a quarterback. Like, I think the Giants need a little bit more than a quarterback. They need a head coach. They need a GM. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like the type of move for the Saints either. Like, it doesn't – and maybe it's just – Oh, it the absolutely Saints. seems like a Saints move. Does, does it? Yes. Kick like, the can down the road. They don't have their negative cap space. They're negative fifty some million dollars in cap space. Yeah, I don't. They know. just gave Taysom Hill that big money. Well, it definitely doesn't make sense for the Eagles. Like the Eagles was the one that was like, no. Why? Because they have a quarterback they love. No, they don't. Gardner Minshew. Name's Gardner Minshew. That's the one. <laughs> Gardner Mania. No, oh, I think gosh, we're going to talk about say that. I called that too. We're going to talk about it. I think everyone called it. We're going to talk Gosh, about it, but Jalen Hurts is going to be there for a while. No. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. He's gone. Speaking of gone, ESPN's Adam Schefter reports that Ben Roethlisberger privately has told former teammates and some within the organization that he expects this to be his final season playing quarterback for the Steelers. This is such an ESPN move. The rapidly declining Roethlisberger was never likely to play another season for the Steelers after he took a pay cut to come back for one more run at a championship this year. Schefter's report insinuates that Roethlisberger might not retire but seek to continue his NFL career with another quarterback-needy franchise. With zero mobility and a fledgling arm arm strength at 39 years old, Roethlisberger would do well to call it a career, even if the Steelers make the postseason. His last home game could be January 3rd against the Browns. Um, Roethlisberger's heir apparent likely isn't on the Steelers roster today. There's two ways to take that story. One, this is the last time, this is the last season we're ever going to see Ben Roethlisberger play. And two, maybe ESPN's looking a little deeper into that report, that quote. I don't... He can't possibly think that he's going to go play another season somewhere else, right? 
Could he think that? Yeah. Will NFL teams think that? I don't think so. He's looks so bad. So bad. Wait a minute. Can we talk about how trash Adam Schefter is here? Oh, oh my. Coming at Schefter. Privately. You better come hot if you're coming at Shefty. I am going to come at Schefter. Privately, this is like the ESPN when they do the draft and they go, his third grandma's cousin died once and this is sad. And like, man, let the dude tell who he wants that he's going to retire. Why does that? Why does that need to be public knowledge? Who cares? Great. Oh, awesome. no, 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 like, no, 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 no. You don't get this one. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. I don't They're get not, this one. Schefter does find thing. out that Ben, ben Roethlisberger it. has been trash, and everybody knows it. Everyone knows that this is probably it. If he's telling people privately, let him tell people privately. No. No, that's not how news works. That's not how reporting works. It's not news. He's not retired. It is news. So if he comes it's out tomorrow report. and says, hey, I was just kidding. I told all those people a joke. Is that going to be reported? No. How is this any different than when a team, uh, you, you re- tell me about this report about how this guy might be traded. This guy could, could this guy could is wanting to get out of this because city. That's different because you're not, you're not in control of that. Then Ben Roethlisberger is in control of when he retires. Uh, Odell Beckham isn't in control when he gets traded. I feel like you're. I feel like you're really trying to bend here, and I'm not. I'm not falling for it. So, like your first, your first example was about how, like in the draft, the ESPN schmucks always talk about the Only hard lives that these yeah. kids have, about how yeah. some they find the most dramatic thing in their lives and they bring it up on the the happiest night of their lives. It's That's like Disney. Way different. That's so different because those those don't affect or have any impact on the team the fans any of that shit like all that's just it's just irrelevant that's why no one wants to hear about it it's completely irrelevant to what this kid is they want to hear about this this star college player and how he's going to impact their favorite nfl team you saying that we shouldn't we shouldn't know this about roethlisberger because it's a secret (laughs) is it doesn't make sense to me because he's obviously telling i don't care that we know it but who, why, who is Schefter to break that news? Let Roethlisberger break that news. I mean, yeah, but that's just not how, that's not the world that we live in, I guess. I don't know. Well, well who was the Raiders guy that, uh, I forget his name, defensive end, Carl Nassib. He got to break his news. Why can't Roethlisberger break his news? Because Carl Nassib wasn't stupid enough to go tell a bunch of people that he's, you know, about his news. You don't think people knew about his news? I think being a homosexual and retiring at the end of a season are very, very different things. It's yes. Yes. But it's their news. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think you're, you're trying to compare apples to, to like bananas or something. Hot dogs. I mean, yeah, I was going to say they're both fruits. But that's about yeah, as far as you're going to get like something. I don't know what you're trying to. Do you fuck with the war? Saints coach Sean Payton said this will be the next. <laughs> Brain got a poop. <laughs> Saints coach Sean Payton said this will be the next opportunity for Taysom Hill, indicating that Hill will start in week 14 against the Jets. Payton made this comment when asked for his thoughts on Hill's week 13 start. Um, it wouldn't make a ton of sense for him to be talking about Hill's next opportunity if he wasn't playing. So we'll proceed as if Hill is going to be under center this week, despite dealing with a mallet finger injury. 
He'll rush for 101 yards on 11 carries last week while also adding 264 rush passing yards, excuse me, and two scores through the air. Just don't look at his interception total, which was four. Uh, the rushing alone is enough to vault him into QB1 territory unless you're Matt Renshaw, who thinks quarterbacks at scramble are glorified running backs. Anyways, the Jets this week. So, Matt. There's there's some good rushing quarterbacks that are quarterbacks, mm. just not just not Jalen Hurts. Mm. I find it interesting that Jalen Hurts, trash, but Taysom Hill, the like next coming, I don't know what. I, no, 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 no. Okay. You were, I see don't where even you're going backtrack. with this. Don't even backtrack. I see where you're going with this. I will explain. Jalen Hurts, great fantasy quarterback, not good NFL quarterback. Taysom Hill, great fantasy quarterback, not good NFL quarterback. Dude threw four picks. You can't. I'm not going to argue with you. Rushing upside with a quarterback helps quarterbacks get elevated. Doesn't mean they're good quarterbacks. About a year ago, you were trying to tell me that Taysom Hill was the next starting quarterback for the NFL or for the Saints, and he was going to be good. He was going to be fantasy relevant, and he was going fantasy to be relevant. very yes. good. Fantasy relevant. Yes. Have you softened your stance on that at all, or do you think, I don't know, like where, where are you at on Taysom Hill? We haven't talked about him for quite a while. I think Taysom Hill is a good fantasy quarterback. I think we played follow the money game and they're paying Taysom Hill a ton of money. Mm. Do I think, do I think he's their starting quarterback next year? No, Mm. I think they're going to go get Russell Wilson Mm. because they did that contract where he gets paid if he's a tight end or a wide receiver or a scat back or whatever, a slash, whatever he is. And I think they're not going to make him a quarterback. I think there's a reason they structured that contract the way that they did. I don't think they'll ever get him to 70% of the snaps to get that quarterback money. As far as fantasy goes and dynasty goes, am I wrong for thinking like Taysom Hill is just like an absolute cancer for a dynasty roster? No. You tra- He's not you good enough. for a championship right now? <clears throat> What's that? You playing for a championship right now? Is that your, you're saying if you are, he's a good player to have. Absolutely. And I probably think I'm, just, I'm just talking in general, like, like, let's just fast forward to the off season. Let's just knowing what we know now, yeah. nothing else happens. Okay. I don't think I want Taysom roster taking Taysom Hill, Taysom roster. I don't think I want Taysom Hill taking up a, a roster spot in a dynasty squad, unless it's a really deep squad. As a quarterback. Yeah. It's still a roster spot. I don't look at it like positions. I just look at it as roster spots. I would absolutely. He's a top. What did he finish last week? A top 10 quarterback? You need so many. I know. Last week. Yep. You're right. He was a top 10 quarterback. Awesome. But like we just said, there is a very, very low floor for Taysom Hill. We know there's a low floor. There, We're going to see it. We're going to see it. Wait, wait. As a quarterback, there's a low floor? As, there's a there's a freaking low floor. He just, Dude, threw, just four threw four picks. Four interceptions and he was a top 10 buddy, option this week. Buddy. If he didn't, if he didn't run for 100 yards. Now, you can't say that. Because he I did. can't say that. I he can't did run that. for 100 yards. If he didn't, okay. So where are we more confident? Are we com- if more he confident didn't throw that four picks, he would have been a good quarterback. The dude threw I think four he's going to run all the time. The dude threw yeah, four throw picks. The dude threw four picks. Like, you can't tell me. And there's not a lot there for him to throw to. He threw four picks, and he was still a top 10 option. That tells you what he can do fantasy-wise. Right. If you take away those four interceptions, what's that? Eight more points. He's a top two option for the week. Down yeah. I, I I think Taysom Hill is a has a very low floor. I wouldn't. Oh I don't know how you could trust him unless things are just absolutely falling in the right places for Taysom Hill. 
I don't understand how you could trust him. Who would you rather have the rest of the season, Jalen Hurts or Taysom Hill? Hurts. Who's not getting his job back in Philly? Yes, he is. We're going to have to title. I'm going to have to come up with a title for Jalen Hurts because this is like we're three stories in. We've talked about Jalen Hurts twice. Jalen Hurts is absolutely going to finish the season as the starting quarterback, and there's a new story about it. Great. You want to just jump to that one? Segue? It's almost like I set you up. I mean, I guess we could. I was going to go more Saints news, but. Eagles coach Nick Sirianni said Jalen Hurts will start in week 15 against Washington. Sirianni was quick to name Hurts the starter after Gardner Minshew's drubbing of the Jets. He added that Hurts, who was dealing with an ankle injury, is expected to be able to play once the team comes out of their week 15 bye. Hurts has made progress as a passer this year and brings otherworldly athleticism to the table. It would be surprising for Philly to move on from him after less than a season, especially for Minshew, who was acquired to be a backup after falling out of favor in Jacksonville. Expect Hurts to close up the season as the Eagles starter and continue posting QB1 numbers as long as he's in the lineup. That was all per rotoworld.com. Stop calling us Roto World. Now we're NBC Sports Edge. That cracks me up every time. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Matt, I guess no. I think you're going to do – I think – have I ever told you this is what you do, though? Because, like, you, you, you find a player that you don't like for whatever reason. Sometimes it's fair. Sometimes it's not. But you find a player you don't like, and then you continue, no matter how much they prove you wrong – you continue to say, he, oh, they're trash. To oh, they're trash. Are you oh, they're trash. Oh. oh, they're trash. And then something bad happens. And then you're like, see, I told you. Have I ever told you that? You haven't been on Twitter. You do, the same thing. you do the same thing to Adam Thielen. <laughs> oh, you want to talk Thielen? We will. We will. We're getting oh, into I can't it. wait for that saying, one. So, so just a second ago, Jalen Hurts, you, you said Gardner Minshew is going to be the starter. I clearly tell you, Philly wants to win. I clearly tell you, it's not happening. It's just not going to happen. Philly, I guess. What I'm trying to get to, what I'm trying to get, hold on. What I'm trying to get to, what is it going to take for you to admit that Jalen Hurts is a decent to good quarterback? NFL or fantasy? NFL. There's a difference. I think fantasy is is it's. He's not a good NFL quarterback. Does, does Jalen Hurts give the Eagles the best chance to win? At quarterback or running back? No. No, he doesn't. We've seen what Jalen Hurts can do. You're crazy. Oh, my gosh. Would you take Jalen Hurts in Denver? I would kiss the ground that Jalen Hurts walks on. Are you kidding me? Wow. Well, Jalen Hurts is Teddy Bridgewater, like, upgraded times infinity. Why wouldn't you? Because he doesn't th- uh, he doesn't throw the ball. I think you get fantasy and real quarterback mixed up, real, like NFL quarterback. Um, I'm going to try really hard to not take that as a jab, but Jalen Hurts is doing – Jalen Hurts has really grown as a quarterback this year, and if you just look at his numbers and you watch him play, you would understand that. But I get it. You just look at box scores. Adam Thielen is you out. You I don't watch the Eagles play when they play the Cowboys? <clears throat> Twice a year. Adam Thielen is out for week 14 against the Steelers Thursday night. The high ankle sprain and short week was just too much to overcome for Thielen. <laughs> Sorry. 
Sorry. With the veteran wideout sidelined, look for Justin Jefferson to command double-digit targets while K.J. Osborne picks up most of the slack as the third or fourth option on the offense behind Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison, and perhaps maybe just a sprinkle of Tyler Conklin. Matt, you say it every year. You hate Adam Thielen. You think he's I don't hate Adam Thielen. He falls off at the end of every year. He's like the yodeler on Price is Right. He goes up, he goes up, he goes up, and then week 14, and he falls off. Matt, I want you to impersonate a yodeler. Let's hear it. I'm not, I don't know, not doing it, not doing it. Last time I did a noise, the show on this doesn't game, continue until you do it. It went over really well. So, no, the show doesn't continue until well, you do it. I'm just telling you, Adam Thielen's going to fall off a cliff like the yodeler from Price is Right. He does it every year, Justin. I don't know why you think he's this like great option. Are you going to do it? This is called wait time. No. Are you going to do it? No. What a shit host. Terrible. Terrible. Disappointing. Okay. Whatever. I'll let you off. That's fine. Anyways. Yeah. So 13 weeks. Falls off a cliff every year. Right. So 13 weeks of solid, solid, solid wide receiver one production. Not good enough. You get injured at the end of the season, according to Matt Renshaw, you're worthless. Got it. No, he's. That's not what I said. Understood. He's he's good for the first two thirds of the year. You need him for the playoffs. Don't waste your time. The Saints place running back Mark four years in a row. How can you argue with that? Because it doesn't matter. He's still very very good, and the dude can't help that he gets injured. Like it's, I don't know what to tell you. He's every year. Why wouldn't you want? Why would you trade away? 13 weeks of wide receiver one contention because you're not even if you even if it was guaranteed you weren't going to get into for the playoffs that's stupid that's stupid you and i can turn him into something better you and i have you have 13 weeks to find something better while winning by the way you and i have talked about this a million times getting to the playoffs the playoffs are it's a whole nother season you have your regular season and the playoff season get to the playoffs and then everything is different how many championship rosters do you think Adam Thielen's been on in the last four years? That's not fair. I have no idea. That's not, not many. Fair. Hooked on a Thielen, man, this hurts. There's your title for oh my God. the episode. Type that into the spreadsheet. That's good. <laughs> I'm dead serious. That's what we're going to do. The Saints place running back Mark Ingram on the reserved COVID list. Ingram tested positive but is vaccinated, so he'll have to return two negative tests 24 hours apart in order to play week 14 against the Jets. The odds of that happening, however, are slim, and Ingram is expected to miss the date with the Jets. The good news for Saints fans is that Alvin Kamara is expected to be back from his injury this week. So we might get a full look at Alvin Kamara, Matthew. Finally. Yeah. I mean, it, it will be kind of nice without Ingram being there. Um, I think Kamara is going to have to be just a top option for the week for everybody. Yeah. And Tony Jones hasn't done squat. He no, Tony Jones looked terrible. Scratch last week. <clears throat> this is the Alvin Kamara show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
especially since they don't have a real quarterback. Justin Fields will start for the Bears in week 14 against the Packers. I'm not going to argue with you on that. You know that, right? Taysom Hill, not a good NFL quarterback. Good fantasy quarterback. Calm down, bro. Just like Jalen Hurts. Andy Dalton was dreadful against the, the Cardinals. He managed just 229 yards on 41 attempts. That's 5.6 yards per attempt for those of you doing math at home. Um, he also tossed four interceptions, which is quite a bit. Fields hasn't played all that well this season and shares some of Dalton's accuracy and decision-making question marks. Um, however, Fields offers the Bears a mobile option that could open up the Bears' offense. Of course, Matt Nagy will decline that option um, as he has all season, but at least Fields does have the upside of a scrambling quarterback. The NFL Network's Taylor uh, is it Basquiati, probably, reports that the Chargers wide receiver Keenan Allen is vaccinated. Uh, that means that Allen could play Sunday if he uh, records two negative tests at least 24 hours apart. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just received a text. <laughs> <laughs> However, it also means that Allen tested positive for COVID-19 since vaccinated players cannot be close contacts. Uh, so it still seems more likely than not that he sits for week 14. With that being said, Fancy managers will need to monitor news throughout the week to see whether Allen can clear protocols in time. And Matt, you let me know right when we went off the uh, or right when we went on the air that uh, another Chargers wide receiver was put on the COVID list, right? Mike Williams. Mike Williams. So That's it's Jalen Guyton season. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say who's the who's the top guy now? Dude looked good last week too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Eckler's Eckler's healthy, right? Yeah. Well, there you go. And Jared that's, Cook. That sounds like a and huge Donald Eckler. Parnum. Yeah, that's a huge Eckler game. Donald Parnum? Mm, not so much. Not so much. Sounds like a cheese. Parnum. Who's that, who's that running back that you really like in, for the Chargers that never Justin Jackson. Justin Jefferson. Or Jackson, yes. What a disservice. Yeah, I guess my bad. Start I forgot his name. The Browns placed the tight end David Njoku on the reserve COVID-19 list. Uh, Njoku's absence would be a slight bump for Austin Hooper and Harrison Bryant against a Baltimore defense, which has allowed a league-high target share to tight ends. Cleveland tight ends combined for six receptions on 11 targets in the week's 12, uh, the team's week 12 loss to Baltimore. Matt, um... David Njoku, I think is going to be a name that we're going to play around with in the offseason. What, what do you think? Why? Why are we doing this again? I know. I just I keep falling in love with him again. I don't I don't do. I can't stop. It's this who would you rather have? David Njoku or Irv Smith Jr. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what it is. Or o, or OJ Howard. Like, no, I'm out on OJ Howard completely. Everybody should be, just like Najoku, just like Irv Smith. Another tight end, Darren Waller, is not practicing Wednesday. Waller missed last week after initially getting hurt on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys. Uh, he's considered more day-to-day -day now, but Waller's status for Week 14 against the Chiefs remains uncertain. In his absence last week, Foster Morrow disappointed with one catch for 34 yards on three targets despite – playing 85% of the snaps. So 
Yeah, that was a big disappointment. Everyone's like, oh, he's Sleeper of the Week. He's the great. You should have mm-hmm. him. He's a streamer. Yep. Did not work out. Did no. not work out at all. No, but Speaking... Joe didn't disappoint. <laughs> what? Did you know who didn't disappoint? Who? Your boy, Javante Williams. Melvin Gordon returned to practice Wednesday. Gordon was held out of practice through the week uh, before missing the Broncos' Week 13 matchup against the Chiefs. Despite the offense looking anemic as a whole, Javante Williams shined in his first crack at the starting gig. Williams turned 29 touches into 178 yards and a touch. Gordon's return will reset the backfield to a committee, but Williams' stellar Week 13 should earn him more touches. Week 14 is versus the Lions. That's one thing I wanted to ask you, Matt. What do you do if you have both of these guys rostered on your fantasy team? You got Melvin Gordon, you got Williams. You know they have a weak matchup against the Lions this week. It's obviously a very pivotal point in everyone's fantasy season. What's the play there? Start them both? You would start both of them. What? I, this is so like, what's your situation? What's your structure? Are you trying to make me pick one? It's probably the last week of the regular season for most teams. You have yeah. a soft matchup. I just is I, it soft? I think it's soft. The Lions won. I don't know if you heard, Justin. Yeah, they beat the Vikings. Yes, I I heard. Vikings defense is atrocious, and for some reason, it doesn't get enough hate. Um, <laughs> it really doesn't. Uh, I like, think I don't know. I don't think Gordon plays this week oh is he is he playing i think he plays but i think it's way less of a committee than everyone's expecting i think we're gonna we're gonna see the first week of javante williams as the lead guy melvin gordon is the the change of pace Hmm. yeah like i it would not shock me if gordon's touches compared to williams were like a third i think gordon is completely like gordon has looked good this year he yes, looked good he at the start of the year and then just fizzled. Gordon is totally going to get phased out here. Oh. Yeah. I will take over a third mm. if he plays. Javante Williams looked so good. Like, in person, the Bronx? so good. Yeah, you Yeah, you were there. I'll give you – I'll, I'll, I'll uh, give you the, the say there. Okay. Matt, this is one I've been kind of waiting for. I really want to go over this with you. Speaking Monday, Jaguars coach Urban Meyer admitted it was unwise to give a banged-up James Robinson three carries in the final two minutes of Jacksonville's blowout loss to the Rams. Robinson entered the game with a – well, entered the game uh, a 37-7 loss, battling heel and knee issues. (laughs) That's a good question. Was Meyer's response when pressed on why an injured Robinson was taking meaningless late touches uh, before blaming it on the team's running back rotation and running, backs, and running backs coach Bernie Parmalee, uh, apparent desire to get Robinson a few more carries at that point. Um, when further pressed, Meyer replied, I'd agree. <laughs> you guys, you guys should maybe coach. Yeah, have you guys ever thought about coaching? Um. This is now at least the second time this year Meyer has pled ignorance about his backfield usage um, as if he were not the man in charge. 
The legendary college football coach has seemed in thoroughly over his head in Jacksonville while the ops, the offense uh, has been collapsing essentially instead of improving as the season wears on uh, a supposed offensive genius. Myers team has 64 points in six games since Jacksonville's bye, And that is ridiculously awful. Um, it seems fair to say that Meyer is going to need to completely revamp his process if he's back for a second season. Matt, the floor is yours. He, oh, gosh, he just like, what are you doing, Urban? Are you that incoherent that you don't know? You just sit down on chairs and people start grinding on you. You're like, oh my gosh, how did she get here? Oh, I don't know why James Robinson's getting carries when he's hurt. Uh, I think my running back coach is that's his fault. I just wear a headset on the sidelines and they pay me lots of money. What an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just bad. Just, just bad. You dude ruined. I don't know about ruined, but Trevor Lawrence has not looked good. Yeah. It's too early to say you ruined him. That's why I said, it. I said ruined, but he has not looked good. Offensive guru genius. He's not. Do you think he's going to be back for another year? I feel like with the amount of money you threw at him, you have to bring him back one more year. But that's it. And I mean, he he would be a prime candidate to get like fired by week five. Like you're not going to give him much much rope. You can't. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. I don't know. I I'm shocked that he didn't jump to a college opening. I don't know. But when Michigan opens up, maybe he'll go there. Michigan's not going to open up. And how about blue? How about that? Playoffs, Harbaugh's coming up. He's going to coach the Raiders. Stop it. I'm telling you, he's not staying. He's not staying. Yes, he is. Michigan's a dream job. Don't do this on this. this. Don't do this. (laughs) Don't do this right now. Don't do this. He's only making $4 million. Michigan State's paying their head coach $14 million. For Must now, ten times as good as Harbaugh. Harbaugh doesn't need the money. Just because you doesn't, don't need it, doesn't he just mean took his bonus check it. for making the playoffs to and uh, gave it to. Uh, yeah, I saw that the athletic yeah. department. It's a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. I love how you just like. No, sorry, like, Matt. Didn't know you had enough money to where you could just. I do not fish posh at a hundred thousand dollars. He's Must getting, be nice. they're gonna. They're, I think it's – there's rumor. Have you not – I don't know if we talk about it. There's rumors out there right now that uh, Oakland's – or not – I'm sorry, no. Las Vegas is getting ready to make him a big offer to be their next head coach. And um, it's just a marketing ploy, I think, to get his his money up yes. from the blue. Absolutely. Especially and if they win, he'll have a lifetime contract. Oh, my God. I don't think they'll win, but – if they Vegas, win, Vegas has them at like the third worst odds. Yeah, it's teams. gonna be Georgia and Bama again. I know we I haven't already see seen that. We've already seen it. Like Bama's definitely gonna be in there. I want to yeah. see Michigan and Bama. And I know it's a long shot. So Texans head coach that's not gonna last as long as Urban Meyer. David Culley said. Sorry, Texans head coach David Coley says no decision has been made on the Texans starting quarterback. Uh, Texans started quarterback for week 14 against the Seahawks. Both Taylor and Davis Mills gotten practice reps, reps at Wednesday's practice, and Taylor has at least given a chance, or has, at least has a chance 
of starting on Sunday. Given Taylor's initial week-to-week designation, it seems more likely that Mills will start against the Seahawks. Mills has actually been more accurate than Taylor on the season, uh, but Taylor offers significantly more value with his legs. And I feel like I've said something similar to that at least five times in the single episode. Yeah. Scrambling quarterbacks, man. It's weird. They don't have to be good passers, but they can run and get you fantasy points. Being a good passer is more important. That's like your one A and then being able to rush is like one B. It's weird. Would you rather have a good throwing quarterback or a good running quarterback running your team? I would rather have a good passing quarterback, Matt. Yes. Okay. Wouldn't cool, you, thanks. if you're building a team, wouldn't that be what Absolutely. you would go for? Okay. Absolutely. Tom okay. Brady. Yeah. Give me, give me Peyton Manning. Give me Tom, Tom Brady. Yeah. Mac Jones only has to throw the ball three times to win a game. Wasn't that something? Oh my goodness. What a what game. A, what a boring game. Terrible. Oh, it was the fastest Monday night game in history. God, it was so hard to watch. Had though. to have been. Was so it? Hard to watch. You knew a run was coming. Terrible. That was not good for ratings. Have you watched the, the Manning cast? I'm done doing news. Have you watched the Manning cast? I have seen. No, I haven't. Oh, I've seen little clips. A, a mutual friend of ours, uh, uh, Thompson, told me about it. Turned me on to it. He's like, oh, it's so great. It's legitimately great. It's the only way I watch my I've heard it's great. Oh, it's I've so heard great. it's great. It's so good. I hope they bring it back another year and I hope they keep like, I hope they do more of a, it needs a little bit of help because like right now it just seems very just two guys. It's like you and I, it's like two guys on like FaceTime yeah, watching the game, the Manny yeah. Bros, watching the game and talking about it. And they bring on a guest every like quarter and the guest is usually good, but sometimes not so much, but it needs like segments. I feel like to like keep it lively. Otherwise it just feels like you're watching a game with a couple of guys like at the same time, as opposed you to watching the game with the commentator. It's a very different vibe. Wouldn't it be cool? I'm going to put my marketing promotion hat on mm-hmm. here. I like Wouldn't it. Wouldn't it be cool if ESPN gave a fan an opportunity to be on like no. one quarter? No. What? Because most of the time when any, when any TV show does the whole like, let's get a fan involved or a podcast or a radio show or whatever – it ends up being absolute garbage because they're not experienced in being on a being on camera, especially, or being on a microphone. They don't understand how they you have to have inflection in your voice and you have to, everything has to be a little bit more extra. You got to turn your own personality up about 50%. Like it doesn't, no one ever does that kind of stuff. Yeah. Isn't that what Eli does? This thing? Eli is really good on the show. He's funny. He's, he's genuinely he's funny. funny. Yeah. genuinely funny but the, the thing i don't like about it is your is ultimate like, it's like third man of that team it's like it doesn't need a third man it doesn't i hope they don't bring up like a third person in, and then you have guests because it's just that's terrible i think the problem for me is like when they bring guests on they, the guests aren't always as like they don't have the same equipment so it's like sometimes their audio is way different or their lighting is obviously just crap i don't know I mean, that's just me being picky, I guess. You should absolutely check it out, though. Whatever the next Monday Night Football game is, check that out. But until then, Matt, until then, we've been the Dynasty Dads. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, we're brought to you by DiceTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing.
Start calculating. And by all accounts, judging from my open on Kansas City, this is probably our last show. So yeah, yeah. we might see you again next week. Hopefully, or canceled. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Have a good week. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. We out. Thanks for hanging out with us on another episode of the Dynasty Dads Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Dads. Visit us at our website, DynastyDads.com, for articles, news, and notes. Dynasty Dads gear and more.